What's going on, everybody? You've got the cardboard coaches here with your boy, Coach Go. Cartel. Just cartel today. Cartel. Love it. Yeah. And uh, for those of you who are not visibly looking at us, uh, in other words, if you're tuning in on Spotify, <laughs> you might not see that uh, Cartel's got a fuzzy friend. He's got a furry you, friend. He's got a furry friend with him. I thought you were going to mention that I'm in widescreen, but yes, that's, this that's mustache it. needs widescreen. Yeah, yeah. Cartel's decided to jump on the mustache train. Furry friend, man. That's, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, I've, I, don't, I don't think I actually received coach k's uh blessing here but nonetheless i'm, I'm assuming you're all right with it i don't want to I mean, what, am I, what am i gonna do you know listen the, that the, the, the epic mustache that that adorns the, the the lovely face of coach co is in my in my opinion it just that's the major leagues i'm sitting here in double a uh where a lot of guys look like narcs in double a baseball and that's where i'm comfortable yeah so uh, I think we're all right. I think we're still maintaining the fact that when you tune into cardboard coaches, at the very least, you're getting some ideas and concepts when it comes to facial hair. What a bonus. What an you're, added bonus. Yeah, you're also getting, uh, I mean, two people that aren't afraid to be original, you know, like go against the grain. Speaking of That's which, you know, like it's a new year. So happy new year, by the way. And Happy as part of our new year, literally, I mean, we are recording on January 1st. It is the first day of a new year. We are going to do a bit of a year in review. And not only, are we going to, not only are we going to do a year in a review, but we're also going to be talking a little bit about forecasts, uh, specifically predictions from both of us as to how 2022 is going to go. And uh, really important hobby information from the last week and it has been a busy one so you're going to want to keep listening for sure now that that's over with let's talk about year in review here cartel i suppose we can do some reviewing we're going to toss some predictions at uh at you folks uh, at the end of this show as well uh because we've got some opinions we are bold and brave, and we shall continue to be in 2022 to, to, to another level, perhaps, because uh, that's, the, that's the resolution I think we should all have for, for 2022, is more transparency and more empowerment. People in the hobby are smarter than ever. They're more aware than ever. And we should want that, right? And we'll get into that, too, at a certain point, because you know certain outlets are going to start coming up uh, in, our, in our podcast. Now, okay. as, far as, as far as reviewing the year goes um and again you know being that we're 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 involved in certain sectors of the hobby again i am not the basketball and football guy i may own a jordan rookie card but that's pretty much it um but that being said we've we've still got our favorite products we've still got our favorite moments our our favorite stories and uh that's what we're going to talk about so one of the first things i'm going to talk about is in in the realm of hockey which uh, many of our listeners are into and that are probably our first loves, I would imagine, Coach K, yeah. uh, is disappointment. 2021 is disappointment. It's, it's hugely disappointing on many levels, beginning with the product and beginning with our beloved Upper Deck. Uh, it's been a, a real love-hate relationship because I entered the year trying to be positive with, with, with Upper Deck. Uh, in particular, their customer service has always rubbed me the right way, especially when you compare it to some of the other companies out there. But what we saw from Upper Deck this year was an abundance of, uh, of, of poor quality everything, um, beginning with all the problems that we saw in uh, Series 1 and ending with the fact that we never even got a product out to start the new hockey season. That is redonkulous on many levels. Um, to have such disappointment and follow it up with absolutely nothing from a big company that is our only option when it comes to hockey cards, unless you're out there buying those pro set blasters, which offer you a, a set of non-licensed cards and a Jersey featuring um, Tepo Newman. I'm not now, sure. Now, Hey, Hey here. 
MVP just came out yesterday. All right. Sure. Which is traditionally the first release, right? So they finally got the ball yeah, rolling. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I know. I'm just, I'm just busting them. No, you're right. And things Absolutely. are way delayed. I'm used to opening wax on Christmas. Okay. And I think most people are used to opening wax on Christmas. And traditionally, the wax that's opened, at least in my house, is hockey, is upper deck, series one. It's like sure. two months after the season starts. You know, you've kind of got accustomed to the rookies. And uh, there are some guys that you watch on a regular basis that you want to chase their card, you know, like Cole Caulfield and Trevor Zegris. How about those two guys? You know how many times I walk into hobby shops and there's kids asking, do you have any Trevor Zegris cards? And, you know, disappointingly, like the person at the counter says, I'm, I'm sorry, there's literally nothing. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if Upper Deck had, had a product out when Trevor Zegris attempted that outrageous pass. Like that became like a, like I'm sure kids were replicating that pass and John Tortorella was complaining left, right, and center about how he doesn't like that for the game. Like people were doing that. So imagine he was a household name for like a week, two weeks. Do you know what kind of opportunity they missed out on with that? A lot of lost opportunities uh, to go along with uh, cards that came out of packs looking like Pokemon cards with their corners rounded. Um, having to deal with customer service in certain cases, everything that just kind of extrapolates from that in terms of grading, in terms of collecting, uh, just as a, as a base level, again, that reminder that, you know, collectors all carry a degree of OCD with them. Condition is important no matter what. Back in the, back in the day, it used to be just, you know, the best condition possible. Now it's become even more, you know, specific and, and, uh, and regulated and, 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 and people are even just even more uh, obsessive about it. But yeah. the point is on a very basic level, you are catering to collectors, no matter what um, there's always going to be that percentage of collectors. They, it's not all people just buying that product because they're looking for a big hit or, or, or they, or they want a grade or they're making a business out of it. They just want to flip boxes. There's collectors and they yeah. want nice cards yeah. with nice designs coming out in good shape. It's just kind of the base level that they were not able to provide. Now, when you start getting into other elements that Upper Deck has no control of, that is the, the rookie crop itself. Uh, I would argue right now, it's, it's funny, you know, Series 1 is still selling for more than Series 2 at any typical local card store. I think that should be reversed pretty quickly. Series 2 includes Stutzel and uh, Kaprizov. So, I mean, that's going to flip very quickly. If you haven't caught on to that already and made certain moves, do it now um, because that that's something that's going to happen. But I, but in general, you just don't see that excitement over the base product. They printed a lot of it. Yeah. They printed it erroneously. Uh, I think series two, they managed to improve the young gun printing, but the base cards were still rounded. Uh, you had exclusives cards coming out printed like a, a trapezoid uh, uh, with another card attached to it. Um, all sorts of, issues there i don't want to rag on upper deck too much they, they do good stuff but very disappointing year uh, uh for for a hockey collector in, in the realm of baseball um i don't did i'm sorry to interrupt you did sp authentic even come out bro it is not out yet for the last years of rookies yeah, that did not hit either that's uh, like, that's a, and again you know and and we were used to late releases of the cup yeah At yeah point, I, yeah it's so niche that's so expensive but sp is a product people get very excited i man i was excited like i've i've just started to get hype about sp authentic um and i was like i've been searching i'm like man how is this still not out you know what i mean like it's actually just it's mind-boggling yeah those are those are the the hobbies the, the the hockey hobbies autograph rookies um it shows something to the rest of the market when you know what would a caprizov potentially be going for we're, we're going to be talking in the thousands right um, well especially because like at one positive about this year has been there's been a lot of hockey hype man honestly there's been there are a lot of people i mean we saw jeff wilson at the expo buying hockey right like i mean he came down to canada specifically to buy hockey dude yeah. so or i guess he came up to canada but still um specifically to buy hockey right so like hockey's and i see a lot of big accounts with like big mcdavid autographs and people are buying ovs now and i mean i think ovechkin has a lot to do with that as he chases gretzky's goal yes. record um 
but like we saw the guard. There's yeah. Bedard's getting a lot of hype. Well, I mean, people are talking about Shane Wright even, right? Like, and Shane Wright's going to be b- before Bedard. So, I mean, we have some momentum here. And uh, so that's a positive because, I mean, let's get, let's, get, let's get honest. I mean, last year we were talking about hockey being relatively stale, right? Like, so yep. we're definitely seeing moves. I mean, we've seen moves with the dry saddle young gun as well. It's gone up pretty, pretty much, like a decent amount. Yeah, so, again, just... Just missed the opportunities. Upper decks got to get, got to get their 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 s together. Um, in the realm of baseball, just real quick. Uh, obviously, I've I've been getting into prospecting. I've been getting into baseball. That's kind of been a thing. That's kind of been a project. I'd say over the past year or so, I'm excited about it because I'm excited about the future of baseball. There's just too many good young players right now for for things to not align themselves. There's still a lot of shine on Otani. Uh, there's anticipation about a full year of trout. Um, these are all great things. And um, because we've seen this availability of, of retail that I guess we'll touch on later as well. I've been picking up a lot of the, the Bowman Chrome megas and doing some prospecting there, which is fun. That's kind of down the line, but in the meantime, uh, people are still picking up the guys that you think they would be Acuna, Soto, et cetera, and getting ready for guys like Vonder, Julio Rodriguez, stuff like that. Um, I think tops, did a, a pretty good job with their, with their releases this year. Uh, quality control, always an issue. You, you see all these individual story storylines when it comes to that sort of thing. Pops is a nightmare to deal with when it comes to customer service, in my experience, when it comes to replacing and, and that sort of thing or damaged did you, goods. Did you happen to see the story of the dude who pulled an Otani redemption? No. This is a good story. Old redemption? Okay. Give me three. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. So... Uh, a dude pulled, he ripped the 2018 Bowman Chrome box. Okay? Here we go. And this is only three years old, right? Three years old. So but, like, yes. But like I, past expiration, I'm guessing. Uh, yes. Yes. So that's where we're going with this. So he pulls a redemption. And this is why I hate redemptions. Uh, a sealed product. I mean, a lot of us talk, I mean, you are all about sealed product, right? So uh, he opens a sealed box, 2018 Bowman Chrome, and he pulls a redemption auto number to 25 Ooh. of Shohei Otani. Okay. Yeah. This card retails for a stupid amount of money. I think I, it's gotta be like 50 K plus, I think us. And uh, so he sends it in tops and says, listen, like what's going on here. And he got back a random Bowman first auto numbered of a guy who like hadn't played like he was like 2017 Bowman Chrome Auto, uh, but it was like a number. It was like numbered out of 99 or something. But the, the prospect wasn't very good. Um, a heritage pack, so like literally found at your local Walmart, <laughs> and uh, and a Topps opening day pack. And they said, "I'm sorry, you know, unfortunately, the redemption is uh, like I mean, it says on the thing that it's only valid for two years or whatever it is." So that's the thing. I, I, I mean, that, that type of story, I can't fault tops too much. It's pretty clear. Imagine the, though, man, like, course, and I understand it, I that yes, this is regulate. This is the regulations, right? Like, but imagine how that must, that person must've felt pulling this redemption and this for like a, literally like a $50,000 card. I, I have been there, man. I mean, I haven't been in that realm. And you of give that, him $20 worth of stuff back. I've been there. Um, and I, I have uh, had some hits returned to tops and I've not been happy with what came back again in that specific case. Expiration as expiration, they, they make it pretty clear. Yeah. You have to be aware, especially when you're holding wax. I'm aware of what's what there, there's some 2019 wax I'm holding that I know I believe have Tatis redemptions that are due to expire. Um, so that, that weighs on, on decision-making for sure. Right. That's, that's the thing. And you can't expect that if you're pulling a, a, a expired redemption tops has them sitting around. Don't forget, they've been giving those out. They've been giving those out as replacements. They've kept them in their warehouse. I don't know how that stuff works. It's not, it's a conversation people don't want to have, I guess, because you're never really going to get a straight answer, but when you receive from upper deck, Future watch autograph cards serially numbered in the mail, as I have, as I did this past year. What are those doing sitting in the upper deck offices? Why were those not inserted? 
into product, right? And same deal for tops, right? They sent me back a lot of low numbered stuff when I sent back lower number stuff. Why is they, they sent me a trout gold all-star doesn't sound as exciting as it is out of 50. Why was that not inserted into product, right? So that's a strange one. Uh, I'll tell you this as well. I, this is kind of off the, off the cuff here, but um, there was a, a replacement I received from Upper Deck years ago, which was a stack of 2010-11. Whoever bought the majority of these from me is going to know what I'm talking about. It was a stack of 2010-11 Upper Deck Young Guns, high gloss, including a Brad Marchand, that were not serially numbered. Really? So the, the box, the little faint outline of a box where you would generally see the gold Serial numbering was empty. So essentially what they sent me was some kind of either either uh, like a test run. Like an error, like error cards almost. An error run that wasn't stamped. I mean, the, the high gloss was on it, right? The, 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 the wording, the, the, the foil, but there was just no serial number. So number one, why are you even putting that? And look, and, and look, I, 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 I propagated it. I put it out. I fertilized it into the hobby. So they're all over there now. And I'm not well, that's what I mean. One. Like, why put that out into the universe, though? You why know what I mean? Put like, that yeah. out into yeah. the universe. What are you doing? But they did it. Um, you know, and what are those even doing? Why, how are those? I don't, even, I don't think PSA will grade them. Like, they, a lot of the times, like, it, I've seen cards that are like, num- you know, know, you ever seen the number, like, like several numbers on them? Like, it is, yeah. it's serial numbered, but like, there's like three stamps on it. Like right. PSA uh, won't grade that. Well, that was, you know, forget about whether they'll grade them or not. The, the conversation I was having with people when they were looking at them was if someone has some sort of a press or some sort of uh, mechanical, whatever it would be that, that would create gold foil lettering. Uh, just as an example, card killer. Um, I have card killer originals that are foil stamped with gold leaf. Foil, really? foil. So what's to stop someone from stamping a zero one out of 10 Brad Marchand that came from the upper deck factory and it was a kind of a test print or a promo anyway. Right. Um, that's, that's weird stuff that you can get straight from those companies. But, uh, I love the Bowman Chrome 2021 mega boxes. I think those are fantastic. I had fun with those quality control was man. It was, it was here and there, but, um, in terms of value for the rip, uh, I did, a, I had a late season, late year, um, enjoyment in a year where it was kind of tough to find enjoyment and value right because there's plenty of product i would have liked to have gotten my hands on that was either just not available or way too expensive um so i i loved the the bowman chrome megas bowman chrome light was pretty good as 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 well when you start to get into the hobbies and jumbos only way i'm ever going to get into that potentially is like a break or something like that but uh Nonetheless, um, in terms of my favorite pickup, uh, remind me if there's anything else I should kind of throw up. Uh, no, up. man. I, I mean, that Bowman but, is... Uh, obviously, my, my favorite pick of the year has to be my most prominent pickup. Uh, there's all sorts of plays throughout the year that, that I enjoyed. There's some very personal, personal, highly personal favorites, like a Daryl Sittler rookie that I picked up. But the Michael Jordan that I picked up, we're going to talk a little bit you know, later about PSA reopening and some of the things people are noticing. And so we'll get into the details of that, but it wasn't something on my list per se, but when it presented itself, I thought it was a good idea right now to have a slabbed copy in a fairly high grade of the 86, 87 fluid. And uh, so that was probably my, my favorite pickup of the year as a result of that. Um, my favorite accounts on social uh, for the, the hobby. I, I listen to podcasts here and there. I don't want to uh, make it sound like I don't like certain podcasts because yeah. uh, there's, there's a ton of them, a ton of good ones. I wouldn't even know how to rate them or rank them. We, we know the good podcasts out there um, that are, that have heavy subs- subscriptions and that sort of thing. But you know, my, my, my favorite outlets, you know, and, and this is someone who I'm not, I'm not a big fan of social media. I'm not a big fan of this stuff. Got into it last year. And that would be, you know, Patrick Ryan and card point. Okay, because uh, I like people that are not afraid to put some some takes out there that might rattle the cages of some people that are so heavily invested in this hobby. They're too heavily invested, which means that they don't want any rattling going on whatsoever. That's a bad place to be, 
Um, I like strong opinions. I like people uh, putting out information that protects people and maybe makes them think twice. Of course, this is why some people don't like that, right? Some people don't like that because they don't want them getting in the way of the fact that they can manipulate people, make fast money off of new entrants into the hobby. Maybe a lot of people kind of give me a little shove on the shoulder and say, what are you doing, man? You can benefit too. I just wouldn't be able to live with it, quite frankly. So those remain my favorite outlets. Uh, Lameen James uh, went into the stratosphere this year. I think he's been around a little bit more than, than a year. But he really went into the stratosphere uh, this past year. I think culminating in a comment from Nat Turner, jokingly saying that he'd like to buy into Lameen James. I would buy yeah. some stuff. I'd buy some stock in Lameem as well. Um, you know, he, he put out, again, late season. Uh, it was such a crappy year, but a lot of good stuff happened at the end, if, as long as your name wasn't Betty White. And uh, Lameem put out uh, a little story talking about how, you know, the equivalent of discussing politics and religion in the cardboard Brady. hobby is talking about Brady. Brady. Yeah. And that's, yeah. It's, it's very true. Yeah. And he's on the pulse of that. And his memes are on the pulse. He's, he's quick with it. He's quick with it. Yeah. Um, and, I, and again, I think the big news of the year was the hobby awakening. People getting a little bit more um, enlightened and aware of, of, all the, of all the stuff that's been going on. If, if, and I'm trying to, this whole time I'm, I'm, I'm speaking, I'm trying to think of what would be the one big, like the biggest piece of hobby news in this year of massive so expansion so many of companies um so many controversies and i'm having trouble with that and i'll continue thinking about it as you give us some of your review yeah so in terms of uh this is my first full year in the hobby that's right uh first full year in the hobby first full year in you know involved in social media and the constant communication and all that other jazz and i just want to say that it has probably been my saving grace more often than not um you know as much as on this show we do talk a lot about you know what's what we can fix and what's wrong and all these i mean the the news headlines are what we talk about right so the the, the bad things sometimes come out um but make no mistake that, I mean, if it had not been for this hobby, I, a good portion of this pandemic would have been spent, uh, you know, in, in a corner with my head in between my knees. So um, yes. if there's one thing to say is that uh, this hobby, and I've seen it happen time and time again, man, like every time someone new joins the hobby that I, like I personally bring in or I help out and I'll, I, I see them interact with other people and, I see them growing, you know, organically. And it's just, it's just so fun to watch. Um, I do really love just how we rally. And you and I were talking about before the show, um, an instance where literally today, uh, you know, a, a gentleman that you and I both know posted on his Instagram story asking for uh, opinion on a trade. It was a, uh, it was a right. canvas, canvas McDavid, uh, rookie nine five, I believe. No, BGS ten pristine. BGS ten pristine, and he was trading it for um, a Connor McDavid. I think it was like an exquisite rookie. Am it I right? It was a showcase, showcase, a showcase rookie patch auto, patch auto, which and is already, by the way, that's yeah. already, yeah. I but mean, he asked everyone's opinion. And uh, someone quickly came to the rescue and mentioned that this card had been colored. I literally someone colored in the letters to make them look gold. And we're going to loop back around to that. We sure will. But that's just an instance where like, it, it's, it's incredible to, to, to see something like that literally happen. Like as you're like, well, oh, that's a really cool card. And then just like, like, let me help you out right now. And, and I just haven't seen that in the fitness industry. And I've been in the fitness industry for eight years. You know, if you see someone make a mistake in the fitness industry, you kind of just let them make it like it's craziness. Um, and it's just not like that in, in the sports card uh, hobby space. And I love that. Um, so that's a big positive for me. 
Uh, probably my number one positive of 2021. The my favorite pickups. It's probably my OBs, to be honest. I pick up three of them. I got would little, say <laughs> got, a, got a little excited. <laughs> and you did, uh, did it right, man. You did it right. I got a little excited. And uh, luckily, I mean, it paid off. When so Coach nice. Co says he's picking something up, that doesn't mean he's just picking up one card, no, 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 packing no. his bags, no. and going to the gym to do a bunch of preacher curls, okay? No. He's still going to do the preacher curls, but he's going to grab a few. That's, I, that's I, called investing. Yeah, I liquid, I liquidated a lot, like, really quickly to get the capital to make those moves. And I literally made them in, like, one week. But So, yeah, that was, for, that was actually really fun. That made me, like, that was, like, a – a really big moment for me, uh, you know, the expo and like wheeling and dealing. And that was, it was a good fun, good fun. Uh, in terms of uh, my favorite accounts, I mean, it's the standard ones. I, obviously like Lameem James is, is the guy. I, I love Brian over there at Rocky mountain, Rocky, Base, Mount Rocky baseball mountain cards. baseball cards. I got it right. Um, he's always helping us out. Just, his expertise is baseball and uh, I, I just love stats. And so naturally I'm drawn to baseball. When you find someone who's, yeah. who's an expert in one particular sector of the hobby, whether it's not just the sport, right? Like whether it's grading or the history of the hobby or right. You, you know, you pay attention and you appreciate those people, especially someone like Brian, who's so giving as well in terms he, of knowledge. And he also has, has an ability. He has a tendency to kind of like, challenge the norms and you know i've even seen him like challenge like bigger accounts like uh like not star stock uh like like slab stock sometimes about like some of the information that they've posted or why certain grading companies are favorited and like stuff like that which i really like early proponent of uh, the sgc wave that we will loop back to as well and just uh, sorry brendan i don't mean Go to interrupt you no, but, no. uh Rocky Mountain Baseball Cards runs a subscription service. I don't even think you can get in right now. Very exclusive. Uh, I don't know that he's necessarily taking on anyone else in terms of his subscription service, but who knows what his plans are for 2022. I would keep an eye on that, ladies and gentlemen. Rocky Mountain Baseball Cards, that is a subscription service you want to be on. Okay? I'm just putting that out there. Wait, in not, terms of not, getting not... information, no, no guaranteed wins in this in this world, but in terms of getting information, you want to be on that subsurface. There you go. Uh, yeah, and then that's kind of my, my year in review. Um, I'm super excited for – well, I mean, I, I want to talk about that the fact that very early on, I was kind of not outcasted, but I felt like I wasn't in the hobby at the end of 2022 because, I mean, I joined, I jumped in in, like, March. At the end of everyone, 2020, you mean? Pardon? At the end of 2020 or 21, you said 22. At I the keep end of saying this, so this is actually an issue that I have frequently, like on TikTok. I think it's people, an issue with a lot of people. People are ripping on me constantly because I, I always say like at end of 2022, but I mean to say 2020, and I don't know what it is about right. like I. So at the end of 2020, uh, I found myself kind of like on the outside looking in because everybody and their grandmother was talking about Prism basketball. It was prism basketball. It was ultra modern prism yeah. basketball. And I was just looking at the situation and I'm like, listen, number one, the ceiling's too high or the, the floor is too high for me. I don't, I'm not, I don't agree with this. And number two is this doesn't make sense to me. Like it doesn't make sense that like Donovan Mitchell is more expensive than Allen Iverson, given the fact that like Allen Iverson's had, you know, an, an, a, a crazy amount of accolades. And this, this guy we're, we're betting on, you know, future, future accolades. Right? And I get there's an aspect obviously in betting in future ask accolades, but like, they're not compared. Like you can't compare the two guys. So I just could kind of stood on the outside looking in and uh, 2021 was the year of the correction. Um, it was definitely the year of the correction. Ultra modern right. baseball from February until now is down on average, like 60, 70%, dude. Like, Zions are down 60, 70%. Lucas are down like 60%. And we're talking strictly base. Um, but these were, these were what everyone was talking about. Base trays. Everyone was talking about base trays and base Lucas. Base Zions, base Jaws. And now it's interesting to watch 
and see what everyone's doing because it's actually it's it's fascinating to the kind of like take a step back and not chase all this stuff yep. because we saw all that momentum from the prisms just go into kabooms like yep. all of it went into kabooms and it went into to all of a sudden short printed refractors were super in and it didn't matter what the guy's the the player's year was like it didn't matter if it was an 18th year tom brady but if it was a short printed like low numbered parallel that it was selling for twenty thirty thousand dollars and it was just really interesting to watch the hobby itself kind of like zig and zag it was almost like a big boat yeah. And, you know, on, on rocky seas and you're like, how are, how are they going to navigate through this? Like, what's the path they're going to take to get out of this storm? Yeah. And um, yeah. So I think that, I mean, 2021 was kind of the, the day of reckoning and, and it was more, it was more than just a big correction. It was a, in some cases it was a pyramid, right? Yeah. Because early on we saw things peak. What would you say around February? And then February, the rest of February the was, was the peak. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The Michael Jordan card I previously mentioned was cut in half. And whenever you see articles written about that, it, the, 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 the terminology that's used is that it's now at what it should be. It should never have been at the 750K. That was very artificial, right? It's still a tremendous triumph for it to be where it's at, which is more in the $300,000 range, right? I, I made a video about this. I, I took heat from it because like, oh, that's not true. It's still selling for higher. We also it was, a, it was a parabolic run. Sales, it was right. It was madness. I mean, if you look, if you look at the chart, like it was, it was 100% unsustainable. Now, if you look at things just through the perspective of someone who knows what to do with the bag and investors that have traced this entire thing from the beginning, and it's mostly investors, not really quote unquote collectors or hobbyists. It's money into that thing that was heating up. And there were so many elements. It's not easy. It's not an easy conversation, even when you're no. talking about the prism uh, Doncic. Yeah. You, you start to get into the realms of player performance. Don't yeah. forget. You start to get into the realms of popular culture. You get into the realm of what was going on when we started getting locked down. You get into the realm of PSA closing up their services, right? Yeah. Oh, but yeah, we for all sure. knew that eventually when these cards started coming back, look, it's supply and demand. Yeah. Right? As, as you know, so many of the, the great influencers out there that, don't seem to have nefarious um, dealings. Agendas, yeah, uh, pointed out it's supply and demand. This was, but and then it, and then it opens up a whole other issue. And again, those people that were putting money there, like you mentioned, Brendan, they're now going into the kabooms. They're now going to the PMGs. Man, PMGs. I don't know how you feel about them. I just back in the day, my issue with them was I don't want to own cards that look like they were chewed up by my dog, but. Hey, maybe it's a good thing that maybe PMGs will lead us to calming down a little bit when it comes to condition. But regardless, if you like your... I mean, it definitely... I've, I've seen it already. Like, there's... We've seen PMG... Like, PSA 6 PMGs go for, like, $100,000. Yep. And people people get them back yeah. from PSA 6, yeah. and they're, like, yeah. thumbs up. And they're happy. Very interesting happy. phenomenon. But it, it it is a thing that is happening. So so those people that... It's, it's, about, it's about catching on to the trend and then using whatever knowledge you have. I think it's very cool that those people were able to, to look ahead without even being hobbyists, yeah. right? So now you have hobbyists that they have the knowledge. Sometimes hobby knowledge won't do much for you, Yeah. but you have to just continue getting more knowledge. So I've, look, I, have you ever, well, actually you might not be the best example because you're a new entrant somewhat, but I never spent as much time as I did looking at population reports. They get me wrong. I always did yeah. for years, well before anyone was discussing it on social media but man did i ever catch myself more than ever looking at population reports considering things right i mean yeah. patrick ryan always reminds us maybe the pop is low because no one gives a shit it's but then eventually eventually that gets to a point where someone will give a a shit yeah the best you know the look i i have a very specific comic book that's up on ebay right now that I have a large group of people that have been offering me closer to $200 and I have a slightly smaller, but a group of people offering me closer to a thousand. What's going on there, right? It's everybody's always going to specialize and, and, and there's always going to be a collector that wants something yeah. more than ever. When you start getting into the PMGs and the, the booms and stuff like that, there's so few out there 
that um, if you find the one guy who doesn't care about flipping it and is willing to pay more, this is, it's a whole thing, right? And, and, yeah, you, oh, yeah. and this is why, this is why people start businesses where their day is waking up early in the morning, treating it like any other type of uh, enterprise uh, and meeting as many people as possible and, and uh, trying to maximize, right? Which is what we're all trying to do. By the way, you also mentioned, Brendan, in your uh, review, very quickly, the expo. And, yeah. it, and it's, worth, it's worth saying, I mean, that's a big one for the years. Yeah. Finally being able to get out there and meet your fellow collectors and being in person. Unreal, yeah. Right, and I, and I really hope that that continues in 2022. We have a really bad perspective on it here in Canada, so it's kind of feels like that might not be the case. But man, I really hope things continue to open up in 22 and that we're, we continue to be able to meet with our people one-on-one, right? You know, uh, that, that's got to continue. That's a big hobby story of, of the past year. And, uh, and again, just back to the, the, the sharing of information, the sharing of knowledge. Um, let's just like very quickly, um, before we get, we should get into the grading and PSA reopening. And that oh, sort yeah. Of thing, but Again, card porn. Uh, I hope you and I, I hope you don't mind, Coach Co. That uh, again, I'm I'm going to speak on this a little bit because I got so many DMs this past week. Go for people it. asking me: A, why is it okay that they're anonymous? I'm sure you have an opinion on that too. And B, what about the big stories in 2021 that they didn't cover? And a couple of those off the top of my head would be uh, KK. Again, or KK not KK, red cards. red beard red beard KK sports cards and red beard yeah I I have to control my emotions okay yeah. because I'm I'm just a very empathetic individual I I immediately place myself in the position of someone who went through what they did in that situation and it makes me angry um, it was glossed over that's correct yeah, yeah. I, I I try to wrap my head around some of this. Um, Starting at a very base level, which is there's only so much one person or one account can do. There's only so much that they can keep track of. Sometimes other people take the reins of of a story and they do a pretty good job with it. They get the information out. They help the person who's being wronged fix their situation. And maybe card porn looks at that says the, the job is done. We don't necessarily need to step in. They do step in very quickly in certain scenarios. And that's a tricky situation as well uh another one the sci account that gained about a thousand followers in a couple days three days correct me if i'm wrong we didn't hear much from card porn at all no uh so that is a thing it is a thing you know what else is a thing a thing is when you have an account in the 20s 30,000s, um you see things like the hobby awards and I don't even know if you want to get into that either, Coach Co. But the, the fact is money changes hands. Sponsors are sponsors. One of my favorite cardboard posts of the year was the revealing of sponsors. By the way, I already knew a bunch of it. I hope some people didn't get pissed. There's some good people on that list. Jeremy Lee and perfectly great, wonderful people uh, that probably would have been willing to share the information regardless. So yeah, cardboard sensationalized a bit. I've used that word with them before. It's not quite as bad as the star in the Inquirer, but there is sensationalism that goes on because sensationalism sells. Guys, look, um, Cardporn has built something here. We don't know what the next year brings. We don't know if eventually they will let people know who they are. I do not have a huge problem with them. Look, we all have a degree of anonymity. Um, How many people, like, generally speaking, Brandon, if I mention someone on Instagram, you think of their avatar and their title. And there's yeah. a degree of anonymity there. Um, we are Coach Cohen Cartel to most people, right? I yeah. mean, I, I mean, and, and again, there's a whole feed there. The, my favorite thing on Cardboard is when someone shows up in the message se- section and is like, "Who's Danny Gold? What's this?" And, and Cardboard's like, "We, you can click buttons, you can click things." Yeah. There's a whole feed. Okay, you've never uh, accused PSA and BGS. It's like, are you kidding me? This is, this is so frustrating, right? Like, it's all there. Are we living in a society now where we just like, it's so difficult to uh, put in, in like a, a bit of work that you don't want to just scroll a little bit? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Look, it's all there. And I followed them from the beginning. 
And it occurs to me that there just never seemed to be any specific bias. And when they go hard on someone, you might go, oh, why are they going hard? Okay, why, why are they all over HGA? Because HGA provided that content. They did. Cardboard didn't make them screw up. They just repeatedly screwed up and Cardboard was there to say, and their last post was like, you know, it's like when you're fed up with anything in life, fed up with a bad relationship, fed up with a, 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 a you know, a, anything that, that has drained you, you want to leave your job, okay? And Cardboard's like, look, we're, we've had enough. This is, this is our final say on it. You know, we, we heard they were talking smack about us. Here's this, enjoy it, we're out of here, we're not going to deal with it anymore. And it's there forever on the feed for people to, to deal with, right? So um, card porn is important. I wish them the best. I want them to keep going. Uh, yes, I, I love it. I love it when people get in my DMs and get me thinking about, you know, certain issues, why, why they avoid it. What is your opinion, Brendan? I'm, I'm just talking here. What is your opinion on card porn? Um, I mean, I do think that they're a valuable member of... Uh, without, without telling anyone that I am card porn, give us your opinion. I think they're a valuable member of the hobby. Uh, I mean, there are definitely times where I think that they react too quickly. Um, one instance in particular, I remember, I know Sack cards very well, actually. Um, very well. Like, I, he was one of the first people that I spoke to about soccer cards about a year and a bit ago. And, like, we talk all the time. And he ran a break where he specifically indicated that he was occupying one break spot. Uh -huh. yes. He specifically indicated that he was occupying one break spot. It was visible for everyone to see, visible for literally everyone to see. He wanted that break spot. Everything else was up for grabs. And everything else was a reduced rate as, as a result of that. And it's not like there weren't other hits in this product. Now, he, he occupied the spot with the biggest hits. They were also his boxes beforehand and he was basically like listen i literally only want these cards so if someone wants to get in on this at a cheaper rate than having to buy boxes themselves and potentially hit get hits for other teams you're, you're more than welcome nobody was forced to buy a spot no one was coerced to buy a spot there was no I, no malice at all. It was very, right. very, very open. And yeah. card porn popped off and said that uh, this is scammer-like behavior. And right. uh, I, you know, I just, I, I can't get behind that. Because, like, I understand that, you know, it might not sit well to you that someone is selling break spots when they're in it. But they're giving... And, and like that product might not be accessible at the price point for some people. Um, oh yeah. We've gotten into why breaking is. And so know, I, I just don't know what the issue is there. It's yeah, different if, if, after... if your friend, it's different if your friend jumps in your break and you give him the best spot and uh, you know, you tell him about it first or something. You know, but this is your, you own those cards and you're choosing to let other people participate, obviously yeah. for a fee, but they still get something out of it. So, yeah, they, they went after a few breakers that did, a, did that, I guess. And then I got some DMs from friends of mine that were friends of, there was a, uh, I'm not sure who it is, is a female breaker. And I'm going to admit, man, yeah, I actually jumped the gun too because I read that article. I got myself all worked up. I blocked people. I block a lot on, on IG, by the yeah, way. Yeah. I love it. It's one of my favorite things is blocking. Um, block me. It's, 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 it's a wonderful, it's a free expression. I love it. But anyways, yes, I jumped the gun too because I, I, I spoke to some people and they, they, kind of, uh, they kind of clarified like you just did. Um, and so that's, but, that's where like, I'm like, I understand that like you're in this for the community. Yeah. But, um, but I kind of, but you, you understand that, that, that came from the realm of the fact that there, there were so many issues with breakers going on at the time. They love featuring videos where people are clearly doing a sleight of hand and that yeah. sort of thing. And, it, and there's various untold stories. And at the but, same time, but with great power comes great responsibility. Right. Right. And like sure. you could you potentially tarnish someone's name forever. Right. For right. something like if, if a random person sees that like this guy's a scammer, 
Like they're getting blocked. They're never doing business with them ever again. They, they might, that might be the only post they ever see about this yeah, person. You're right. So you can't get it wrong. I'm sorry. Like, it's kind of like, I, I just, yeah. And, at, I and then at the same time, they, at the same time, they gave a little look. Just and there was no ownership after the is, fact either. Right. They just kept arguing it. So like that. Yeah, and, and just, and just being mentioned on their site can either wreck you or actually build you. And that's what and, I'm and saying. I mean, you're talking about like building up people that, that I know personally, you know, I, I've seen them say nothing but positive things about Blaise and see um, Blaise and, I've heard enough stories about, especially early on in their breaks, not sending out hits. And look, there's always going to be conversations. A lot of people don't, aren't even aware of the blowout forum, forums and what goes yeah. on over there and all the information that was shared well before the hobby boom. Um, it's almost like a, a social media extension of it. And look, it's conversations like the one, we're, the one we're literally having right now. Yeah, for sure. That really lends itself to opening up the mind and, and thinking more about it. You can only hope card porn is, is hearing that feedback because look, look, if things accumulate, eventually they're going to have some issues. Right. So, but I, I still believe they are providing more good uh, than bad. Yeah. No, I know. Like I said, I'm sure. And I said, they're a valuable member. I I'm, they've helped a lot of people. And uh, you know, even if it wasn't directly like just getting people to be more cautious about uh, like fake Jordans and fake Gretzky's and a yes. fake, and a fake, uh, you know, like, uh, insert, right. Like a rare insert, like things that unless Absolutely. I saw that they were being duplicated, like I wouldn't actively either stay away from that or I wouldn't actively be vigilant. So yeah, like I, I said, I, like I do, I do really think that like they, they definitely have, a huge impact in a positive manner but like i said like that that instance for me and i've seen it happen a few times um and like with people who i don't know as well so i can't go up up the bat for them but i I, just that kind of instance doesn't sit well with me whatsoever and like that's uh, unfortunately like that's what happens when you have power like that right like i mean that's the impact that you can have yeah um so and and let's be honest there's not a lot to do in australia these days so if you are a big time collector and you are in that realm of high-end collecting just throwing that out there uh, there's not a lot to do in australia these days anyway uh you mentioned fake jordans and fake gretzky's and that sort of thing sure did and that makes me think of a few things right off the bat makes me think of scammers it makes me think of unfortunate things it makes me think of realities in the hobby. It makes me think of HGA, hybrid grading approach. It makes me think about uh, lovely cards. Um, yeah, and, 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 and by the way, just, you know, again, since we just talked about card porn and dropped some, some, some names like HGA and Danny Gold, uh, did you read any of the Danny Gold uh, um, posts? The recent ones? Yeah. There was one in which an individual, very high-end collector, very, I believe, well-respected collector slash businessman in the hobby, mentioned that he had spent some time in jail and that we need to forgive people. Of course we do. Of course we do. But for the love of God, we really need to understand something. Do the time. Make amends. Do the right thing. And then we can get into that conversation. Danny Gold has never done the right thing and has never made amends. Hybrid grading approach, in my opinion, has not done the right thing. And by now, it's too late, okay? But I mean, they, they, they have stopped on. grading Gretzky's and, and Jordan's. They've so. literally stopped grading that. So, I mean, that's technically the right thing, right? Like, they're, they, it's technically the right it's, thing. Look, it's all technical. But the reality is, you told me that the mistake was made because a, a modern card ended up in the, in the, in the a, a vintage card ended up in the modern card that's room. That's correct. I do not want to hear one more person tell me that's correct that Tyler Hit or HGA have owned the situation. They haven't. And that's why when we get into our 2022 predictions, I have a very bold prediction about your fancy slab that you're having trouble selling. Okay. And and again, that and again, that's the that's the difference with Danny Gold, who has his supporters and has wonderful cards still to this day. Again, it's just a sector, a realm of the hobby I can't even think of at this Can point. Can I say one thing about HGA? Just at this point, it's just so, it, the, the dollars are so big, the stakes are so high. 
Can I say one thing about HGH? Their slabs are incredibly challenging to crack. Challenging to crack. Oh man. Well, is that is that because they're bent or or just nah, in general? That was good. That was good. No, <laughs> man, they're just like thick, bro. Like it's like thick plastic, man. Yeah. So like Beckett, right? Beckett's a challenge too. But I'm yeah, no. It um it caught me off guard, especially because like your cards in, in there rattling around, but the like literally rattling rattling around. Well, but the well, outside good... casing is super durable. Well, that's a good thing. And yeah. uh, I, I've heard rumors that SGC is very e- I've never actually cracked an SGC kit. Yeah, they're easy. Funny enough, but I've heard rumors they're not difficult, which yeah, uh, that is important. That is important. Uh, PSA is reopened. Sure is. Uh, $100 a card for what's the, I don't know, what, what is the window? I can tell you. Okay. Uh, up to $14.99 in value. And what is the... Uh, they say, you ready for this? They say 90 days. I didn't read anywhere 90 business days. So to my knowledge, it's 90 days. And now I see people getting stuff very quickly moving through the process. I do know somebody who sent in a regular submission and got it back in nine days. Well, they caused oh. quite a sensation not long ago when they oh. offered these surprise allotments to members. Which, which Mr. Cartel benefited greatly from. You know, we won't talk about it, but we could have gotten into a nasty situation by not... No, no, I know that. I know but, that. And that's part, of why I, that's part of why I was like, I'm just like not even going to bother because... I'll, like, I'll admit, I never, it never even crossed my mind. People yeah, yeah. I was like, about. when you were like, yo, you should go check this out. And I'm like, I just can't. Like, I'm, it's just not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just not worth both of us being upset, you know? Anyways, yes, uh, I did manage to get, it's not the most exciting thing on the face of the planet. I just got, uh, I managed to have a little taste of what we had previously. You won $50. the ability to, to pay $50 to a company. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. That's at the end of the day, <laughs> what are we talking about here? I did it. I did it. I sent hundreds of dollars to a gigantic uh, corporation. Um, that was exciting. A lot of people had problems with it. Uh, once they offered it, there was all sorts of issues with their website. The funny thing was for me, I had Brendan, problems with it. Brendan, you know, I'm late to bed, late, late to wake. And I just got up late, already saw this craziness on Instagram, got on the PSA site. And I was in like I was that. So pissed. You know why? I was one of the first people on the site and I got That's booted. I was in the line and it was like, 40 people ahead of me or something. And then I got booted from the site and I was yep. like, Oh, I guess. And, and they, they sent like a, Oh, there's no more spots available. And so I was like, all right, fine. I guess I didn't get one. So I just logged out. And then all of a sudden, two hours later, you text me saying that you, you just got five spots. And I was like, because I guess, I guess they needed to, I guess they needed to fix the bugs. And I, I just like, happened to line What it up. the hell just happened? Now, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, and, and I don't know, I, I'm assuming that's also going to be one of their expedited, not necessarily expedited, but uh, look, uh, they're, they are saying 80% of their resources are dedicated to the backlog. That's wonderful. But there are still people that are really upset with this whole concept that they're reopening the gates and there's still this gigantic backlog. I totally, I get it. But I agree. You know, I get it too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we still have stuff with- there that's almost at a year. Like we're, we're dealing like, with the industry standard. They've got us by the, 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 the sensitive ones. And, and um, we still send more. Yeah. There's plenty of options. Like you can't sit here and say like, no, 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 of course. Yeah, the yeah, cartel yeah. can tell you, yeah, listen, you've got options. You've got, you've got an option. That's $30 a card, 45 to 50 business days with the company owner that gets on a video on the website and says, Actually, we're averaging closer to 30, and that's 22. still not good enough. 22 is what they're at right now, bro. Sorry, 22. I, I, 22 I do is what they're at right now. And that's still not good enough for him. That's amazing stuff. And we are not talking about a company. I do not know why this has me so passionate that I'm speaking in some sort of strange accent. It must be but the mustache. It, has it is to be. absolutely mind-blowing to me the that mustache. you have that option from a company that did not open in 2021. This is a company that's been around for a long time, guys. Yeah. A long time. Yeah. Um, and they are so incredibly well-respected by the old men of the hobby. 
I'm telling you, uh, sports card grading, uh, sports, SGC is sports card guarantee. Sports card guarantee company. What is is SGC? Maybe, maybe that sports card grading. um, Keep guessing. Keep guessing. So you have, do you have it up? Um, yeah, well, I'm just trying to figure out what, what it stands sports, for. I, I, I always, sports card guarantee. The G is guaranteed. There's, <laughs> there's literally big. no information that says what, what Come the on, acronym what is. Do we need to offer a, a, a prize here for some? I don't know what the, the acronym stands for, if I'm being entirely honest with you. It's, uh, it's, it's, oh my goodness. <laughs> They, they don't want you to know is, no. is maybe the issue. Maybe it's like uh, a French thing where you use like one of the words at the end, you know, like carts. I have no idea. I remember as a kid. So I just pumped in sports card guarantee. And by the way, the guarantee even has a strange spelling to it. And it brought up SGC home. Um, maybe it's French. Sports card uh, guarantee croissant. Cards. Okay, like, guys. SGC is Sports Card Guarantee Corporation. So I was right. Uh, I said Sports Card Guarantee. Right. Okay. It's just so cold to have the word corporation in your acronym. Yeah, I is know. Nonetheless, um, guys, 2022 may be the year that we see SGC gain some serious traction. Everyone is so dismissive uh, when they say maybe they'll bump past Beckett look i i have a lot of beckett slabs i i say a lot of stuff on this on this show and on instagram that potentially harms me doesn't benefit me i do it all the time i'm not gonna lie um we're gonna talk about things in 22 like i'm gonna make some predictions for some cards that i don't own that are continuing to blow up and it's just gonna hurt me but at the end of the day uh you know i'm trying to i'm trying to be as honest as possible when it, when it comes to, to, to some of this stuff, I own a lot of Beckett slab. Beckett had a shit show of a 2021. Oh, right. Awful. Um, and I, I've heard some things about their customer service. I need to call them. I'm scared to call. Like it might not even be that they don't pick up the phone. So it might be someone picks up the phone and, and like personally assaults me. Like, like, uh, like, uh, very unscrupulous people on, on Instagram with booming businesses. Yeah will always have supporters that it, it really seems like there's one and it's probably a burner account retro boomer anyway scumbag uh regardless um uh where was i uh um beckett is a shit show it is and this is a company i want to support and i have every reason to support and maybe they'll turn it around i don't know it's amazing how little information we're getting you talked about that mcdavid situation i want to stay on that we're going to get on that how quickly the hobby moves and where is any information about Beckett and what their plans are? I couldn't and even, I couldn't even sub. I, open. It's I harder legit, to find out than what the SGC acronym stands for. I couldn't even sub if I wanted to, like it was like actually challenging. Yeah. I remember you texting. So you, was, you weren't able to sub. I mean, like I, I, it wasn't an easy sub. Like SGC is very easy to sub. PSA is very easy to sub. Beckett makes it somewhat challenging to sub. So there's something wrong. It's, it's predictions, 2022. So, let's go. Now, before the predictions, just very quick note, we're seeing a lot of these PSA submissions come back, okay? You talked about how HCA is now so, you know, scared to deal with these, uh, these key cards in the hobby, like the Jordan rookie, like the Gretzky rookie, that they're not even going to grade them, which I just think is absurd. But, you know, we already talked about this. You want to be a modern grading company? Be a modern grading company. Make that your gimmick. Awesome. Get me on your board of directors. Um, there are subs coming back from experienced collectors, one of them being a uh, sports card collector, investor, dealer. Uh, seems like a super nice guy. I'd love to have a coffee with him one day. He seems like a coffee guy, not, 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 a, not a beer. Um, and uh, he got back uh, an 80, a Topps Gretzky and a Fleer Jordan that were defined as being altered by PSA. This guy knows his stuff. I'm not calling him the expert of all experts, but he knows his stuff. 
And uh, he did due diligence and he got cards returned to him that he paid $150 for that were not graded and were indicated as being altered, not inauthentic, not trimmed, just altered. And, and you are seeing this a lot and you're hearing about it a lot anecdotally. There's something to be said about that. This is one, one of the reasons why I wanted to get some of these key cards in slabs already, because I think that we are now starting to see the reaction to all of the news and all of these incidents is that grading companies have a lot to lose in these in these uh, in these instances yeah. they they may end up on the page of card form so they may be playing it too safe potentially psa may say we don't know 100% what's going on with this jordan but let's play it safe for us but that's what they have now, what I'm for. At us i mean psa they're going to that's, they're, that's they're, what they have gentlemen for right presumably look look the other thing is that I wanted to mention to people that may not be on top of this is there is more to alteration than just a trimming of a card and that sort of thing. So let's get to that, McDavid. Someone apparently filled in some, some issues with chipping with a marker. Speaking of PMGs, we've seen that. We've seen that in 2014-15 SP Authentic Future Watches, by the way, that lower border, since you were, you, we were talking about Pasternak yeah. cards before we started recording. Really? Um, take that card, look at it from a side view, and you may see the leakage of ink coming through that indicates a huge problem, uh, which is that someone has taken a marker. So there are all the sorts of things like that. So when you get a card back that says uh, it's been altered, bear that in mind, get out your best light. I've got an alt light, get out your loop, whatever it is and take a closer look because there may be something to it. Um, it's not always as simple as someone trimmed your card because that's, that's measurement, right? Yeah. Uh, mind you, there's thresholds, but there may be more to it. I just wanted to throw that out to people. Um, and, uh, you know, Brandon, the other thing, we, we didn't get too in-depth about Patrick Ryan. Do you, you, you seem to have uh, some... In, do you want to get on that right real quick before we get to 2022? Because essentially he was talking about 2022. I know, but I do have to jet at uh, a few uh -oh. minutes. You know, okay. this, is a this is a lengthy one. Yeah, and my, uh, my phone's also dying. <laughs> but, uh, okay, what 2022, give it to me, man. So, 2022, um, I'm not going to steal your thunder. I'm going to let you do the grading company one. I think PSA gets back actually here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna say psa gets back to value submissions by the end of 2022 that's one i think that one of the most explosive one of the biggest run-ups in cards is going to be kobe bryant so i'm gonna say and my third prediction for 2022 is soccer is going to go parabolic man i it's go well i uh, i think so too when it comes to soccer i think soccer and ufc are going to see some huge gains in 2022 continuing i don't know so much about this other stuff that we're seeing uh i know that marvel comics are uh marvel cards are exploding i've always given my opinion i i just find it interesting i mean it's piggybacking right now when it comes to pmgs and things like that but as far as rookie cards, things like that, there are comic slabs out there. And there's also the issue that they're pumping out a lot of garbage movies, okay? Because Eternals apparently was not received very well. You just don't hear the excitement about it anymore. You don't hear the follow-up that this was so great. I think apparently Spider-Man was pretty good. The, the new Spider-Man, sure, but that's, yeah. that's Spider-Man, right? But yeah. they, they need to be expanding. They, I'm sure they wanted the Eternals to open up into an entire other universe which they might still push but you know tv shows are, are being canceled and it's i'm just putting it out there right like i'm not i'm yeah. not wishing ill will towards marvel or anything like that i think you upper deck will continue to suck going into 20 I, I don't know what else to say i think they will continue to suck there's no indication that things are going to get better and that's I, I just i speak on that because of the hockey market because the hockey market is a bunch of passionate people that deserve some cool stuff and 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 want cool stuff um I already talked about soccer and UFC. There's going to just be even more transparency. There's going to be smarter collectors, more aware because they, they've been following accounts like Pat Bryan and card porn. They're, they're thinking more. Um, quality control, I think, is going to continue being garbage. 
in an inverse reality where Panini and Topps just going to be pumping out huge print runs. There is at the very least uh, an attempt to control the amount of printing they're doing of certain things. I talked to you about the uh, Bowman Chrome firsts. They're, they're, they seem to be much more limited and the parallels seem to be much more limited. So maybe Topps is thinking about that. But when it comes to base product and, and that sort of thing, it's we're, they're just going to pump it, pump it, pump it. Yeah. And, uh, and quality control is going to go down the drain as a result of that, because with more volume, you can't catch all these problems there. People are finding debris and foreign objects in their, uh, and, and uh, by foreign, I don't mean my, my foreign accent. They're finding foreign objects in their packs. Um, I see baseball flourishing again, just because of the talent. I know that there's issues right now with the lockout and this sort of thing, but once the players are out there, we, it's, 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 it's a great, it's a great time to be a baseball fan and a, and a baseball collector. Uh, and I would say that hockey collectors really keep a close eye. Obviously Ovechkin's going to continue trending up. I would say, keep a close eye on Lemieux, Iserman and Ron Francis. Um, Gordy Howe's been getting bumped. He should be. I, I mean, that's just a cloud. That, that's a classic. Everyone should figure, uh, should be getting bumped. Um, Eiserman and Francis maybe still need to get on some people's radars. Uh, and that, uh, one more thing, Brendan, I'm so sorry. I know we're uh, okay. eating up a lot of time here. The hobby will continue to get more diverse. We have female collectors. We have uh, collectors of color. Uh, Peter Pacman uh, hosted a very quick, uh, I just happened to be messing around last night. And I saw that he was doing a live on, on YouTube. And he's really committed uh, to diversity in the hobby, which is always a good thing. You know, Peter Pacman sometimes brings to light certain things that are uh, people might take the wrong way because it's uncomfortable, but it's worth having those discussions absolutely relevant because you want this hobby to grow and expand yep. and be inclusive and be welcoming. Um, and they, they are on the cutting edge of that RPS, Rip Pack Slab. They do a lot for the hobby. And in addition to that, they're just good people. Um, I, I love just having random conversations with Peter Packman. He's also funny as hell. He posted a funny, uh, uh, another funny um, TikToky kind of thing today. But uh, and also their merchandise is unbelievable. Their merchandise is on the level of Tim Hortons, ex Justin Bieber. They have unbelievable merchandise. Uh, Pretty dope. Uh, yeah, I may only own the socks, but I, I got to get in on more of that. Quite frankly. Um, and uh, I think that's all I've got for now. I love it. Team, I hope you enjoyed the past and present version of Cardboard Coaches. I want you to have a wonderful rest of your day. And uh, let's smash 2022 together as a hobby. Take care. Have a wonderful day.